I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform, and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it, and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which, from personal experience, I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often, so stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Hey there, and welcome back to Practical Stoicism. As usual, I'm your host, Tanner Campbell, and today we will be getting into meditation number eight of book two of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. Before we do, though, there's a tradition on this show at this point, and that is for me to remind you that if you would like to get rid of ads and these little preambles, you can do so by going to stoicism.supercast.com and becoming a premium subscriber to the premium feed, which gets rid of both of those things and costs only $6 a month. That support helps me to focus on doing this work full-time. I'm getting pretty close, and that's exciting. And the more I can focus on this, the more content I can deliver. You may recall perhaps a few episodes ago, I hinted at upcoming interviews, more things, a book that I want to do with this podcast and with this brand, I guess we'll call it, although I don't really like that terminology, but I need time to do those things. And that means I have to make a living from this podcast. So you supporting it by going to stoicism.supercast.com is part of me being successful in that way. If money is tight and you can't afford to support me financially by becoming a premium subscriber, you can always support me by leaving a review or dropping me a note on the contact page at stoicismpod.com and letting me know you enjoy the show. All of those things work to keep me focused, to keep me motivated, and to keep me feeling like I'm making a difference. Today, we're diving into Meditation 8 from Book 2, which reads as follows. Through not observing what is in the mind of another... A man has seldom been seen to be unhappy, but those who do not observe the movements of their own minds must of necessity be unhappy. Both meditations 6 and 7 lead up to this idea. If you spend time minding the business of others, and if you spend time being distracted by the actions of others, you have less time, perhaps no time, to focus on your own personal development. You're out there trying to tame the world, to bring it into alignment with how you think it ought to be. And so you are not at home to do the work of taming yourself. What does this wind up looking like? It looks like a world full of judges, but which is very sparse in truly virtuous people. People who imply their virtue through their words, but whom, in the privacy of their own minds and own personal actions, are no more virtuous than a stone. 
and this leads to a far worse fate. And here I'll borrow Aristotle's words. We must take as signs of states of character the pleasure or pain that ensues on acts. For the man who abstains from bodily pleasures and delights in this very fact is temperate, while the man who is annoyed at it is self-indulgent. And he who stands his ground against things that are terrible and delights in this, or at least is not pained, is brave, while the man who is pained is a coward. For moral excellence is concerned with pleasures and pains. It is on account of the pleasure that we do bad things, and on account of the pain that we abstain from noble ones. In other words, if you become habitually unvirtuous, virtue becomes painful, while vice becomes pleasant. You probably know this feeling. I know that I've constantly made analogies in previous episodes to food and physical health, but how much harder is it to order a salad than a delicious bacon cheeseburger with a side of waffle fries and mozzarella sticks and a shake for dessert? How frequently have you made the decision to make the healthier choice and then, as you sit down to eat that healthier choice, feel like a child who's been asked to take their medicine? The longer this sort of behavior goes on, the harder it is to break out of, which is a strong case for not putting it off. It is important work. But those who do not observe the movements of their own minds must, of necessity, be unhappy. It might be easy to misconstrue this as we shouldn't care about other people, but that's not at all what's being said. Nowhere in any text of Stoicism that I'm aware of is it suggested that another person's problems are their own, or that we should live as hermits in our own little worlds and que sera, sera whatever happens, happens. In fact, Stoicism, as we will see in future meditations, suggests exactly the opposite that it is our duty as members of a society to benefit that society and to do our human work within it. What Marcus is suggesting here is to not spend your time focusing on what others are thinking, worrying about, or judging within their own minds. You cannot know it, and you cannot control it, so your time is much better spent focusing on the thinking, worrying, and judging going on in your own mind because that is something you can do something about, and in fact, doing something about it is the only way to avoid becoming the sort of person who is only superficially virtuous. Thank you for listening to this episode of Practical Stoicism. If you enjoyed it, if you learned something from it, consider leaving a review of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or Podchaser.com. Again, if you'd like to get rid of ads and if you'd like to support the show, you can become a premium subscriber by going to stoicism.supercast.com and any support you can give, I would greatly appreciate. Thank you again for listening and until next time, take care. Take care.